Welcome in Braves Today, bravestoday.com. It's all brought to you by Plains Coffee. Go to plainscoffee.com. Promo code BRAVES. Get your 10% off by going there and ordering your coffee or tea, which has worked on me. It's by helping the way. you, Ben. You sound better. You sound better. I'm glad, buddy. <laughs> the voice is a little bit better. It's still uh, it's still one of those things where I guess I'm just going to have to get over it. Uh, so I just need to drink more Plains uh, tea. Plains coffee tea, I guess is what we call it. Hey, Lindsay, the thing that I want to talk to you about is, yeah. first off, we've talked about him in the offseason after the pickup he's been healthy for the first time since 2018 he go out he goes out and throws a couple of innings uh, with uh 4k's i believe if i'm not mistaken and uh no walks no hits and now chris sale hang the banner he's an all-star this year and we're looking at cy young he's finally gonna win that cy young that he's been in the top six for like half a dozen times no right uh, i mean it makes sense, right? Chris Sale talked about he's fully healthy for what feels like the first time since 2018. He's had mm-hmm. a normal offseason for the first time in a long time. He comes out and hits 97.1 on his fastball in his spring training start on Tuesday. And like by contrast, last year, he threw 824 fastballs in Major League Baseball. Shout out to StatCast. I love I love StatCast, by the That's way. That's pretty amazing, yeah. 824 fastballs. 25 of them were at 97 miles an hour last year. And this dude's out here doing it in spring in the first game. Like, yeah. it, it shows you he legitimately is healthy. When we talked to him after the signing, or after the trade and the extension, yep. he talked to us from Northport. He had driven up from his home uh, and had thrown a bullpen before he met with us. And this was early January. Yeah. And uh, he, he said he felt fully healthy. He said he felt fully healthy when pitchers and catchers reported. And we were all like, okay, sure, that's fine. No, it really looks like he's fully healthy. And so I think the biggest question now, assuming that he stays healthy, which is not a given, but I think more likely than some folks want to realize, he's had some fluky stuff. Uh, what kind of workload do you give him and what does 24 look like for him uh, on the mound in the regular season? Because obviously the goal, like we've talked about, you have Chris Sale for October. You don't have Chris Sale to make it through the summer. So what does he do from here? Well, and first off, I I was shocked when we read that quote that he said about being the first time healthy since 2018. I was going to think like since 2020, especially since it was an abbreviated season. Maybe he, you know, I know he had some fluky stuff, but I thought, but when he said 2018, I thought, golly, that's a long time to be hurt uh, or at least something to be hurt. And then number two, uh, the one thing, the key thing that stuck out that I was hoping to see good things out of him, Mm -hmm. by the way, shout out to the Braves for only giving him a couple of innings work and not overworking him first thing. Cause I think the competitive juices, he would have liked to have stayed out there a little bit more, but they went and put that leash on him. Uh, But number two is Lindsay, I don't know if you saw that video, one of the writers, maybe one of the, maybe one of the beat guys, maybe, just somebody that just randomly was there and they showed the close up of him pitching to a left-handed batter. And it said, can you imagine being a lefty and facing this and just his gait, his stride, the way he looks like he's coming almost towards first and then comes around that long lanky stride and arm. He they're right. I mean, he is going to be a tough get for lefties to be able to do anything with I wrote an article back at the beginning of January called Chris Sale Gives Atlanta's Rotation a Unique Look. And the idea behind that was the stuff that Chris Sale does, the package it's coming from, this 6'6", super skinny guy that throws with a weirdly low arm slot, uh, the angle it comes in, the movement of the stuff, 
all of that is unusual. And the more and more that I've spent time st- like watching prospects, studying major league pitching and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. the more and more that I think the biggest key to success for being a pitcher, it's just somehow being an outlier, just doing something different from what hitters are used to seeing. Maybe right. it's, you know, maybe it's Strider and how good that fastball is up in the zone and how well the slider plays with it going down. In this case, it's sail with an unusual uh, uh, stance, an unusual arm angle, an unusual delivery and all of that. But no, that's got to be incredibly frustrating to try to deal with simply because there's just really nobody in baseball no. that does all of the kind of stuff that Chris Sale does. He's incredibly tall, but it's a weirdly low arm slot. So the release point's a lot lower than you typically see from a lefty. There's a ton of horizontal movement on everything. It's just, I would not, I don't want to be in the box against any major league pitcher. Let me clarify that. Yeah. But like Chris Sale is one of the last ones I'd want to get into the box against simply because it's just, I'm not going to say weird. It's just unusual. And so like it, it's different from everything else you're used to. And that makes it tough. And with him being fully healthy, now I feel like, okay, the question's going to be workload. Uh, and then does he look the same at the end of the season with the workload that he has? And to his credit, talking to some of the beat writers yesterday, he said, I'll throw it whenever they give me the ball. I don't care. Just what, yeah. I'll, I'll go out and pitch. Whenever they give me the ball, if they want it to be every five days, every four days, every six days in the bullpen. I don't care. I'll just, I'll throw whenever they give me the ball. He's just leaving it up to the team. What a team guy is. Uh, mm-hmm. And we'll talk about how that works in. Uh, but first this from plainscoffee.com and Braves fans get your 10% off by just typing Braves. When you go to plainscoffee.com straight to your doorstep. Uh, don't even roast the beans until they have the order and they are ready to send it to you. Every order roasted and shipped on that same day. Also have teas as well as those coffees, flavored coffees as well. All you have to do is go to plainscoffee.com, enter the promo code BRAVES, and get your 10% off. You said that he's willing to go anywhere. That brings me to my next question, and that's just okay. rotation in general. Uh, and there's an article that you did that basically talked about possible starters. And of course, you know, you got your strider and your freed up there at the top. I think we kind of expected yeah. that mm-hmm. after that though, are we looking at more of a five man rotation so we can get what you just said, sale in October instead of having sale for July, or is it going to go to a four man rotation to start things off just to see or, how they do or a combination yeah. of both? Yeah. So like, the whole decision about five-man rotation, six-man rotation, things like that, I think that all kind of comes back to Ronaldo Lopez versus Bryce Elder. Right. And uh, Bryce Elder went from being the starter in Gwinnett on opening day last year to an all-star, which doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo Lopez, they're stretching him out. Both of them had a little bits of struggles to open the, uh, to open their Grapefruit League action. I don't know what Atlanta's going to do here, in my mind to start off the season, it feels like the thing you're going to do is probably have Ronaldo Lopez in the rotation, which would mean Bryce Elder is probably in Gwinnett to start the year. And okay. the reason for that is they've said they want to get Lopez back into starting. And it's a lot easier to stretch him out now and then move him to the bullpen later than it is to stretch Ronaldo Lopez out uh leave him as a reliever now mm-hmm. and try to stretch him out during the season to fill a rotation spot if you need to. And Bryce Elder has options, but 
none of the other starters and most of the bullpen doesn't either. So if you have Lopez in the rotation, if you have Elder in Gwinnett, that lets you find one or two relievers that have options to start the year in the bullpen, which means you can move Lopez if you need to, to the bullpen and bring another starter up. You can mm-hmm. move one or two different guys out of the bullpen to Gwinnett and replace them with new guys if you need to. Yep. It gives you flexibility. Uh, the only way I think I see a six-man rotation happening is if Ronaldo Lopez is in that role, kind of like late in the year what Darius Vines or Michael Soroka did, where yep. you're going to be you're in the bullpen or you're technically in the bullpen. We have plans to start you on that sixth day. But if somebody gets knocked out early, we're going to grab you and throw you in to go cover four innings. And I think that's the only way you really see a six-man rotation, at mm-hmm. least to start the year, simply because the beginning of the schedule always has extra off days. And I remember, I think it was last year, they didn't like they didn't have to make a move or use a fifth starter, or they wouldn't have had to if not for Freed's injury. They wouldn't have had to use a fifth starter for the first couple of weeks of the season because of the way all of the the extra days broke out early in the year. So I'm in the boat of, I think it's probably a five-man rotation to start the year. And if I'm putting money on it now, I'm thinking it's Lopez over Elder, but we don't really know. If you get the opportunity, go to bravestoday.com and find that article. And one reason I say that is because I had a renewed sense of excitement because all this talk that we've talked about, Lopez, Elder, uh, sale. How is Freed going to do with his finger and his injury? Strider looked good the other day, tapping out at you know uh, triple digits a couple of times. Meanwhile, we got Grandpa that we've stuck over here in the corner at the three spot in Charlie Morton that we haven't even hardly talked about <laughs> this entire offseason. And I kind of feel bad about it because we're probably going to see him the third game of the season because he's going to be one of the guys uh, this year for the Braves, and it's almost like he's gone under the radar and could have a sneaky, successful season because of everything that's around him. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, spoiler alert, I'm actually writing an article now, probably for Wednesday night, that's that's going to be, is the opening day starter Max Freeder, Spencer Strider, and what are the pros and cons of each? And part of that ends up being, uh, I think the order that you throw those two guys doesn't necessarily matter but you have the ability to stack your lefties and throw Sale third and Morton fourth if you want to give Philly two lefty starters in the first three games of the season. And Mm -hmm. we haven't talked about Charlie a lot. I'm at the point, honestly, where I just kind of assume Charlie Morton's going to be fine. Like, I just assume (laughs) he's going to be there. He's going to be good. The biggest thing we've heard about him in camp is that he's a huge coffee guy. It was a big video that came out about him just nerding out on coffee, which I get it, me too. Hey, Charlie, uh, send the check, play. planescoffee.com. Send the check, Charlie. Come on, Charlie. Charlie. Come on, Charlie. <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to in- interview Charlie Morton brought to you by Planes Coffee. <laughs> there Watch. you go. Um, yeah, but I feel like it's going to be fine. We just, we haven't really seen a lot of them. We haven't really heard a lot of them. I'm just mm-hmm. assuming he's a pro's pro by now. He'll be fine when it's time. Yeah. He, because, you know, in, in the offseason, like we talked to Venters and, you know, we talked to Medlin. And when we talked to those guys, they just kept on going. They always Morton, 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 Morton. And then you and I get on here talking. We're talking Strider Freed, Strider Freed. Oh, look at there. Chris Sale. He goes out. He's going to go undefeated this year. He's not going to lose a game. And we're going to hang the banner. And then it's like, 
oh, Charlie Morton. Like we we got to bring him back up. So uh, that'll be interesting to see how uh, how his how successful he can be this year, mm -hmm. especially with the, in my opinion, better lineup than what they had last year. And so I think a lot of promising things coming to Charlie, as well as the rest of the staff that is out there. Uh, before we wrap up, I wanted to uh, see, Lindsay, is you did another article because this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Ollie Sports has had all kinds of issues. And uh, and nationwide, this all started last year where they were talking about, and people are complaining about blackouts and everything else. And then they say, we're going to do eight games. And now Braves fans, because of Braves Today and BravesToday.com, they've decided that they want to see more Braves games. So <laughs> the Braves have listened. And apparently you will be able to see games beginning on Thursday of this week. Uh, just if all you got to do is be able to stream them from here on out. Yeah, so um, today's game they're playing, actually, as we record, Adrian Schmitschauvers, I think, finished finish after two innings. Uh, it is on MLB.tv. It is the Philadelphia Phillies feed. But starting on Thursday, all remaining Braves home games, if they're not being broadcast by Bally or by ESPN or whoever else it might be that's picked up the game, uh, all of those games will be on MLB.tv with the radio call overlaid on the video. Uh, mm -hmm. Something I don't... I don't know the exact specifics. I believe there's some sort of rule in the broadcast agreements about if the network chooses not to pick those games up to air, then the team has the right to do something like this. And so I think that's why maybe we didn't find out about it until now. Like you speculated, maybe so many people complained on BravesToday.com's Facebook page and things like that that they said we have to add this. But either way, starting on Thursday, if you are a subscriber to MLB.tv, you can watch um, all of the Braves' home games with the caveat of if Atlanta does a split squ a split squad game where some of the yes. team stays at home, some of the team goes on the road. Thursday is one of those, home versus the Twins and road versus the Rays. You're only going to get to watch the home section, uh, not what's on the road. But going forward, all of the rest of the home games will be streamed on MLB.tv. And then again, some of them will be broadcast on Bally or ESPN. We have a list of all of those games on our site talking about Bally's eight games and the 11 total that are being aired. Absolutely fantastic stuff, man. Hey, big apologies, Drake Baldwin. We'll get to you next time around. He uh, had a good outing in the game the other day, too. Oh, I, did really he? Wanted to, I really wanted to get to him. That sucks, yeah. man. Sorry, Sorry we Drake. To, we don't get to discuss that very much. Sorry, at Drake. least not today, anyway. So <laughs> it's been brought to you by planescoffee.com. Be sure to go there, enter the promo code Braves, get your 10% off. Go to bravestoday.com for all of the written work that Lindsay has up. It is unbelievable stuff. I'm telling you to get you revived. You'll see stuff on there that you're like, I didn't even think of that. So be sure and head over that direction like me where i didn't think of charlie morton of there all the go. people of the number three the number three guy number three starter it. we forgot about him yeah <laughs> took me took me reading an article to actually bring it up so uh he's lindsey crosby i'm ben taylor lindsey thanks man thanks buddy